What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Red Store Rapid Reaction Podcast. It's a Monday morning special edition for deep diving. Roger Storkler. Kidding, kidding. I'm kidding, guys. But welcome back. All right, today we're not doing a rapid reaction. We're doing more of a focused look into the recent great road play that has come from our St. John's Red Storm. 4-0 in our last four road games in the Big East after previously losing our first four Big East road games this year. And last year, going a measly, terrible, absolutely pathetic, 1-8 on the road in Big East play. So what exactly has changed this season? Are we shooting it better? Are we playing better defense? Have we got the luck of the draw against our away competition to this point in the season? In actuality, we've had a lopsided schedule. We've played eight of our 13 games so far in Big East play on the road. So to have a 4-4 four and four record thus far on the road really sets us up for a strong home finish. But let's focus more on the numbers, okay? During our 4-0 stretch on the road, wins against Providence, Marquette, DePaul, and UConn, we're scoring 80.5 points a game giving up 73 points a game. And I focused on two statistical categories, assists and steals. I figure instead of focusing a broad look on every different category, are we sharing the ball and are we creating turnovers? Okay, Two things that are kind of indicative on the way Mike Anderson wants to play and how our team will be successful. So during that stretch of four wins, we've had 15.8 assists a game and we've... Um, Gathered 7.3 steals. Gathered, accumulated, what's a good verb for steals? Uh, Pilford. We'll get it. All right, 7.3 steals. Uh, we're shooting 49.4% from the field, 41.8% from three. And opponent, opponents are only shooting 41.8% overall and 30.4% from three. So a huge difference in our field goal percentage versus our opponents. Okay, so 49.4% for us versus 41.8% for them. Even bigger in the three-point category, 41.8 for us, 30.4 for them. So that's a huge difference, and that's where we're seeing these big leads we're getting. All right, hitting those threes early, jumping out, and we're sharing the ball. Shots go in, assists, they can uh, tally up pretty quick. All right, so 80 points, giving up 73. Earlier this year, in just the four games we've played this season, Okay, the four road games prior to this four road games, I'm sorry, not counting the nine road games we played in Big East play last year, we were giving up 85 points a game, okay, versus the 73 during this previous four-game stretch, 85. And we were only scoring 75.5 compared to the 80.5 we're scoring in these most recent four games. The assists were actually even, 15.8 versus 15.8. And we were actually stealing the ball slight, slightly bit more in the four games prior to, which we were 0-4. Nine steals a game versus 7.3 in this most recent four-game stretch. Now, that's not much of a difference, 1.7 steals a game, but maybe it's telling us that we're doing more of a concerted effort, a more um, the uh, change of approach, perhaps, and keeping our guy in front of us in the half court. Uh, still getting plenty of steals, 7.3 is an awesome number but not going as aggressively in the half court, picking up more of our steals in the front court and in the half court, focusing on keeping our guy in front of us, having more rim protection on the backside, and um, forcing the team into tougher shots as opposed to relying on steals. That's one way of looking at it. Maybe that 1.7 is just uh, you know, 
coincidental and it doesn't tell us much of anything. But where we really see the difference, during that 0-4 stretch, we were shooting 42.5% from the field, 29.2% from three. All right, so 49.4 when we're 4-0, 42.5 when we're 0-4. And from three-point percentage, 41.8% when we were 4-0, 29.2% when we we're 0-4. A huge difference. Obviously, shots go in. Not only does that help us, obviously the team that scores the most points wins. Simple as that, right? But it helps us set up our defense. It gives guys confidence, yada, 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 so on and so forth. You hit shots, you're usually playing well. Opponents, likewise, were shooting much better earlier in the year on the road, okay? Their just overall field goal percentage when we were 0-4 was 48.4%, and their three-point field goal percentage was 36.7%. So comparatively, 4-0, they're shooting 41.8%. 0-4, they're shooting 48.4%. 4-0 from three-point range, they're shooting 30.4%. 0-4 from three-point range, they're shooting 36.7%. All right? And there's a huge outlier in that 0-4 stretch where we lost to Xavier and they were 0-12 for 12 from 3 and they still beat us. You take that out and those teams are shooting 42% from 3. Regardless, we see when you play steadfast defense and you make teams work for good shots and you don't break easily and you force teams to take tough shots and you create turnovers and on the other end you're scoring and you're making them work hard on the defensive end. That if that percentage is drop, okay... You can change the course of the season from giving up 85 points a game to a very competitive 73 points a game. Okay, and the way we score, the way we push the press, uh, push the pace. If teams are only scoring 73 points a game, we're going to be in most ball games and have a good chance of winning. Now, going back even larger scale, taking into account all of last year's road games, we were one and eight. Okay, those eight game or those nine games plus the 0 and 4 games. To start this biggest play, these are our totals. We were scoring 69.4 points, giving up 79.7, assisting only 13.3 times a game, 8 steals a game, shooting a terrible 38.8% from the field overall, an embarrassing 29.6% from 3 overall, opponents were shooting 45.4 overall, and a pretty good 34.5% from 3. Okay, so lastly, we'll compare the 4-0 stretch most recently where we've looked like a team capable of advancing far not only in the Big East tournament but potentially in the NCAA tournament. Let's get there first, right? Versus the 13 games total on the road we saw prior to this stretch. So during the 4-0 stretch, we're scoring 80.5 points. The 13 games prior, we were scoring just 69.4, so over 10-point difference. We were giving up 73 points during this four-game stretch. During those 13 games prior, we were giving up 79.7% or 79.7 points a game, so a seven-point difference there. Scoring 11 points more, giving up seven points less. That's a huge difference. Obviously, I don't have to write that out for you. Okay, get out your notebooks, your pad, and your paper. Let's do some math. 15.8 assists during this four-game stretch. 13.3 during those 13 games prior. A lot of 13s there. That's unlucky. Um, so two and a half more assists during this four-game stretch. Shots go in. Like I said, assists accumulate. 
it's got to do with a little bit of things of both those, right? We're moving the ball better. We've got more threats this year. We've always got about three or four different capable shooting options. Even our ancillary players are always threats. Speaking of which, Greg Williams, shoot the ball more, please. Um, but the assist numbers are up. Steals, 7.3 for this four-game stretch compared to 8 for the 13-game stretch prior. So not much of a difference there. Again, the slightly less steals might say that we're just being more selective in uh, taking risks defensively. But again, the big numbers, the big difference, shooting percentages. During this four-game stretch from the field, we're shooting 49.4% and 41.8% from three. The 13 games prior where we were 1-12, and 12, <coughs> ew, we were 38.8% from the field and 29.6% from three. That's just our shooting. That's not taking into account what the other team's doing. So now, while we're playing well, 49.4% versus 38.8% from the field. And from three, where we're really, really making a huge difference, 41.8% now versus 29.6% in the 13 games prior. Can we keep that up? Probably not at the pace we are now. But we can definitely find some middle ground, and we can definitely use that as a benchmark of what type of shooting team we can be. Uh, opponents, meanwhile, during this 4-0 stretch, they're shooting 41.8% from the field and 30.4% from three. The 13 games prior, they were shooting 45.4% from the field and 34.5% from three. So they were shooting um, five percentage points better from the field and... Four, percent, four percentage points better from three. So again, we're scoring more, other teams scoring less, we're, sh we're shooting better, other teams shooting worse. It's got to be more so than just the steals numbers, it's our overall quality of defense. We're protecting the rim better, we're uh, guarding the basketball, we're pressuring teams' length of the court, making them work, that's tiring them down. We're making them work on the defensive end by moving the ball better on offense, by constant shuffling, constant looking to attack, and it's had a nice positive cumulative effect on our team play. As you can tell by these numbers that I just went over with you guys for the last 10 or so minutes. Uh, hopefully you brought a pen, like I said, because that was a lot of numbers, and hopefully it was easy enough to digest. A couple other quick things I want to talk about. All right, our two stars, Julian Champagny, Posh Alexander both got recognized for the play this past week. Posh got his third straight Big East Freshman of the Week. Julian Champagny got um, an honor roll nod. Did not get Big East Player of the Week. Some might say he got robbed. Honestly, Sandro's stats are just as equally as, as impressive. The win on Nova at Nova I thought might have pushed uh, Julian over the top. That was his lesser of the two games, however. So really can't complain. The recognition's there. Um, I wish he would have got it, but hopefully that keeps him a little bit more hungry for this next week. But let's make the case for Julian as a first-team Big East selection, possibly even Big East Player of the Year as this season uh, winds down. So far, he's averaging 19.7 points. That's first in the Big East. 7.3 rebounds. That's seventh in the Big East. 1.4 steals. That's seventh in the Big East. 1.2 blocks. That's eighth in the Big East. He's third in the Big East. Three-point field goals made with 46 fifth in the big east three-point percentage 43.4 percent he's fourth in the big east in free throws made at 76th and he's second in the big east free throw percentage 85.5 percent so that's one two three four five six seven eight different categories all top eight in the big east there is no question he has played as one of the top three or four best players in the big east 
it's another question if he'll get that recognition. A lot of upperclassmen, a lot of guys came into the season with uh, praise, you know, that they got on past performance. Maybe haven't lived up to those expectations this year, but you never know how coaches are going to vote at the end of the season. But if we are using our eyes and we're talking about production, he has certainly, certainly earned a place on the first team Big East um, team when the season ends. Okay, and if it were to end now, who knows how we'll finish off. So let's improve, if anything, and push towards uh, solidifying a spot there for Julian. Now to Posh, we are so much better when Posh is ag- aggressive and he's playing well. And you can say that about a lot of teams and a lot of players. But for us, here's just a few things to look at. We are 10-1 and one when Posh has three or more steals. We're 8-1 and one when he scores 15 points or more. We're 8-1 and one when he hits at least one three-point field goal. And we're 7-0 and oh when he hits multiple three-point field goals. So if he's aggressive on offense looking for a shot, and usually when he's doing that, he can hit three-point shots, and he's taking those shots, and he's capable of making them, we're very, very like, uh, likely to, to win, to be uh, capable of beating the team we're playing against, no matter who that is. And on defense, he's had 11 games with three or, three or more steals, which is an incredible stat in itself, and we're 10-1 in one of those games, okay? Really gets in the opponent, opponent's uh, ball handler's head. It creates easy baskets for us. It gives confidence throughout. Um, if we had a fan or two in the stands, we would really get the fans going. But it just four stats I thought were interesting to show how uh, important Posh has been to our success this season and how lucky we are to have him. All right, now on to Butler. Okay, Tomorrow night we play Butler on the road. Another chance for a road victory um, and really set ourselves up for a heavy, heavy home slate to finish off the season. But first, we've got to beat Butler. Okay, We beat them earlier in the year. Um, they came to us, and it started off, it kind of started our recent string of good play. Um, they're not the deepest team. Okay, They only play about six guys major minutes, a couple other guys some uh, not significant but bench minutes. They're led by Jer Bolden, a uh, senior from Brooklyn. He had a, a good game against us the last time. Aaron Thompson, a point guard who's not really a scorer but a steady player. He uh, he was hurt, came back, did play against us the first time, but wasn't 100% healthy, I don't think. He's not a guy that's going to kill you scoring the ball, but takes care of it, can play some defense, kind of a game manager type. Um, see if Posh can force him into some erratic play and uh, beat him in the scoring column. He does score 11 points a game, but like I said, he's only hit one three on the year, so he does it in kind of a steady way, uh, gets, to the, gets to the hole, Gets, his, gets to the free throw line. Um, he is only a 48.9% free throw shooter. So um, that's something to look at for towards the end of the game. Uh, Chuck Harris, a freshman guard, gets 28 minutes a game. Miles Tate, another freshman guard, gets 26 minutes a game. So a young backcourt. Let's look to um, put him into situations they don't want to handle. And there are two Bryces inside, Bryce Enzi and Bryce Golden, two big burly forwards. Golden, I think, had the better game against us the, the first time. He's the bigger of the two, but Enzi is probably a little bit better of a player. He averages 10.5 points and 8 rebounds. Um, yeah, so on the season, we score 79.7 points, Butler 63 points. We give up 76.4, Butler gives up 66.8. We rebound 35.7 to their 32.2, 16.7 assists to their 12.1, 4.4 blocks to their 2.2, 9.8 steals to their 4.8. So across the board, statistic-wise, we've got their number. Um, they also have you know struggled overall. 
They're in tenth place in the Big East. Five and oh, I'm sorry. They're in ninth place in the Big East. Six and ten overall. Five and eight in the conference. So they're actually tied for a few teams. Um, they're a team that's capable of beating us. All right, we can't just overlook Butler in any way. Okay, going to their house, playing against some fans. They're going to have a few fans in attendance, so it's not going to be easy, no matter what. Okay, we can't look at any team we play um, as a cakewalk or an easy win. And I'm sure Mike Anderson knows that. I'm sure the guys know that. So let's look forward to going up there Tuesday night and picking up a what's been a rare win in Hinkle Fieldhouse. Okay, I'm pretty sure if you know Gene Hackman is right that those 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 hoops are only 10 feet high. All right. Those backboards are about the same size, although they, they might have changed over time. Anyway, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. For Pat Kane, I'm Dale Showtime Hill. Peace! <laughs>